0: You know what? You're right. We got this. Well, Hal, since last week's episode, we have not moved. We're in the same chairs. Mm -hmm. We are so delighted to be. I can only speak for myself. I'm so delighted to be here. I'm not leaving. I'm strapping myself in to your home in the marina. And we're just going to argue all the time. That's it. That's our new life. Done. This is where I live now.
1: Bunk beds. Woohoo!
0: Let's jump into some more How was summer your week? topics. No, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it feels like it just flew by. It did. I mean, it was like one whole pee ago. Let, let's not do that in the show. I don't need to talk about. You don't that. need to talk about I your, your peeing. peeing, Hal. It's great to see you again.
1: Oh, we're going into it now. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. Everything else didn't count.
0: That's right. This is our second of our two-part summer Clean Slate episode. We are fortunate enough to be in an area of the country and of the world where vaccinations uh, have now reached a point where Hal and I can be in the same room and things are starting to reopen and summer looks like it's going to be happening around the country. So here is everything you need to know going into the summer, all of your decisions made for you by us you don't have to worry about anything y'all we got this that's what we're here for that's right so let's dive in what do you want to do first let's bring dr dave back we said
1: dr dave would be back we're bringing back dr dave hoffman flat top we're not liars flat top we have two from you yeah but we did one of them last time well we i have have another one you have another page page. we we had three i didn't even realize let's start well we'll, this is a
0: warm-up okay this is firefly or Lightning Bug. Oh, they're both adorable names. Only one of them is also an awesome sci-fi show. Sure. Lightning Bug? Yeah. You know that show, Lightning Bug? (laughs) I love it. Canceled way too soon. It didn't even
1: get one episode. Uh,
0: (laughs) Lightning Bug seems like what Mad Magazine would call Firefly. Doesn't it? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to see Mort Drucker's drawings (laughs) of Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk? Yeah. And that, you know, the, the wool hat on Baldwin would Mm -hmm. change with each frame, whatever the, the little poof on top side, but it would be real subtle. It'd be like, Oh, that's a, it's a little canary this time.
1: (laughs) (sighs) What did you call them growing up? Were they fireflies?
0: I think I called them lightning bugs. That's what we called them too. But I firefly just sounds so much. It sounds like just the word itself sounds more lyrical to me.
1: Lightning bug sounds like more like a down and dirty.
0: Yeah. We are. Lightning bugs you see down in New Orleans. Yeah. You're going to go down. Oh, you're going to go down river, down the bottom of the river. When you start seeing all the (laughs) lightning bugs, that's when you turn right. Yeah. You turn right into Baton Rouge. Where do you see fireflies? Bloomingdale's? uh fireflies yes fireflies you see at bloomingdale's they're saying my goodness can these they look at the fireflies in front of the store mm,
1: they hate it when you spray the perfume at them <laughs> i had one yell at me
0: <laughs> hey hey get that away from me unless that's chanel number five i'm not wearing it <laughs>
1: that's the noise we want them to make yeah
0: were you a firefly collecting kid sure did you do the yeah, poke the yeah. holes in the jar get them in and- a jar
1: or sometimes you would smush you would smush them and see what made it – see it. And it would you would because your
0: you're up. Sid from Toy
1: Story. I'm not Sid from Toy Story. I, I was young. You were a young murderer. I had just torn up a dollar. There was nothing that was free from my vengeance.
0: That's for all the folks that listened to last week's yeah. episode. We reward return yeah. to listenership. We're going to do callbacks. Remember Abner Kadaber? Welcome to the We Got <laughs> This Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Now flip your toilet paper around.
1: <laughs> Just wait till that haunted doll from year one comes back. Oh, God.
0: What? what? Oh, no. I hate the haunted doll. It's quick, now, Mark. Quick. I need an infomercial impresario to save me. <laughs> Mash machine. There he is. And this has been Callback Corner. <laughs> I'm not familiar with most of these. I don't know what happens on this show. Um. <laughs> Not a fan. I I think to me, if I was going to write a poem, I would put Firefly in the poem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Lightning bug does feel like. I'll tell you what the difference is to me. Firefly feels like an idyllic Tennessee Williams Savannah view of what summertime could be for an adult with a julep. Mm -hmm. lightning bug is i just set down my cup with the curly straw in it and i'm gonna go chase some of these things down (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) you watch fireflies you chase down lightning bugs yeah i love a lightning bug though i I can't think of it being anything else it's kind of adorable the lightning bug is the more like firefly feels too fancy like oh
1: we call them fireflies no you call them fireflies they're lightning bugs Or if you're from Philadelphia, lightning bugs, lightning bugs, lightning bugs, light. Look, it's (laughs) lightning.
0: It's lightning outside. All right. So that's, uh, all right. First upset of the game. I thought it was going to be firefly. Yeah. Lightning bugs. Ask uh, an answer. Ask an answer, Dave Hoffman. How about this? Mm Hmm. Anna Hirschberg asks, hello, Anna. Hi, Anna. AC or windows down for summer driving? Do you use TikTok at all? You send me the good
1: ones send so the I don't good have to. There is a, a lot of like life hack accounts where they're like, this is how you mm-hmm. get spaghetti sauce stains out of Tupperware. This is how you use baking soda and vinegar or some ice. How do you get spaghetti sauce stains out of Tupperware? You take a little bit of water uh-huh. and a little bit of dish soap uh-huh. and then a torn paper towel and you put it in there and you shake it all up and supposedly that cleans it out. You, I mean, you, you shake
0: you it You just up. described cleaning. Mhm. <laughs> like, hey, how do you clean this? Well, a little water, a little soap, and a paper towel. I mean, when it's baked in apparently that
1: does it. It's the shaking, yeah? I guess. All right. Who knows. Some of it works. I've tried some of it. But they say I uh, they say to get the when your car's overheated, mm-hmm. You know, you get in in the summer, and the sun's been beating oh, down. Oh yeah, I've had some of those. That you're supposed to roll down the passenger side window, and then take your door, your your driver's side door, and use it as a fan, and like eight to ten times, use mm. it to push the hot air out of the window. And yesterday, I went disc golfing in Pasadena.
0: Yeah, and you smacked yourself in the
1: face. I got smacked in the face. Can you tell? By the way, no. do you see? Oh, now I do.
0: Now that you're pointing at it. Yeah. yeah. You see it a little bit. Well, now it's all I'm going to see for the rest of this episode. I
1: thought you were staring at it the whole time and I didn't, I was going to ask off air. I didn't know. No, I I didn't
0: notice it and frankly don't now, but I'll bring, (laughs) keep bringing it up. Thank you. It was
1: really hot and I started doing it, but it was so hot that I just wound up turning the AC on. Mm -hmm. So in general, if you're in the car and it's getting hot as opposed to one that's been sitting and baking, I prefer air conditioning because it's actual cool
0: air. I prefer air conditioning too, because, yeah, for that reason, if it's like a crazy, crazy hot day. Yeah. But there's something really fun and summary about putting the windows down. Like on the way here today, I drove with them up on the freeway and had the AC on, on the freeway. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got here, cause I drove, I overshot your place. I drove to Manhattan beach mm-hmm. and then drove the beach up and, uh, or drove along the water up and rolled down the windows, put the top, not put the top, put the sunroof open and like, yeah. You know, to get that real natural air flowing through, I would say, generally speaking, I would err on the side of the air conditioner because it is – you is—you know, got that button that recirculates the air that is in the car that's already cool. So, its it seems like a much more efficient way of cooling down. Yeah. But I feel like for our summer clean slate – like the summertime, the most, I, I guess I'm going to have a filter in these of not only the best, but also the most summertime. Sure. You know what I mean? And the most summertime version of that, I think is windows down. See, to me,
1: spring is more the windows down mm-hmm. time because the temperature is like sort of decent. It's, yeah. it's a mild temperature. You've been in like a really hot climate where when you,
0: even when you put the mm-hmm. top down, it's like a hairdryer's is blowing in your face. Yeah. That's true. And also I have driven in my years of driving disposable $500 cars. Yeah. I think I maybe had one that had air conditioning. And now you have an adult car. And now like I have a grown up car. Yeah. And then once I got like a car with air conditioner in it, it really does make a big difference. Right. Yeah. I think maybe, ju- maybe uh, this is tough because I don't want to add caveats to it. Mm-hmm. I would say if it's really, if it's, I feel like there's a temperature point, mm-hmm. right? And it's like seventy five. If it's below seventy five, windows down. If it's above seventy five, windows up and the AC on. But there's not a that there's not a, a delineator like that in the question as asked. Yeah. And it's
1: often above seventy five in the summer.
0: That's true. It's it can get players. to be. Yeah, I think it's the AC. It is the AC. Yeah.
1: It's the A C It's the A C. It's, it's always fun to lower the windows for a second mm-hmm. and get that like <laughs> Yeah, Where it's blowing in your face and you have to roll down the other window, especially as you approach the ocean or you get to a <laughs> beachy place. Then you get to smell like the water. And sure. Sort of the smells of the shore. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, oh, it's hot. And also, I'm tired of my hair blowing around, or it's gonna blow my hat off, or do whatever. So then they, it goes up, and you put the AC on. And yeah, it's just getting into an air conditioned car. I guess. Oh, <laughs>
0: I guess I've whoa. never really thought of it this way. But you could make the distinction that I've never turned on the AC in a car and thought. This was a bad decision. <laughs> I have thought to myself, I'm going to roll down the windows and get some fresh air and then immediately gone. This is a bad decision. This feels like people are just aiming two hair dryers at me. So, yeah, Um as much fun in the sun as I enjoy and real natural wind blown through my hair. I got to say, uh, I think you're right. It's officially the air conditioner. Yeah. If you have a car with air conditioning, good on you. I didn't forever.
1: We talked about how to cool down. Let's mm-hmm. keep going in that direction. I have one from Leslie Troutman who asks, mm-hmm. best way to get into cold water, stages or all in one splash? So a lot of people, even getting into a pool, yeah, will do like, you know, you step in the first step mm-hmm. and you wait to get acclimated. Then the next step, all the while, in my opinion, getting colder and colder.
0: Yeah. Better to just pull the bandaid off. One big splash, man. Yeah. One big splash. Get in. Plus, also, you get that moment of commiseration. If it's hot out and the water is cold, when the first person that jumps in does the, like, high pitch, "Ah!" and then immediately is like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Get in with me. And then you get in with them and you're like, ah, you're right. It's not that bad. Third person, come join us. And then everybody's lying. (laughs) Yeah, I like just jump right in, have that moment, have that experience of the shock. Yeah. Which is one reason I love jumping into a pool over going into a cold. If I'm going from a hot day to cold, I'd rather jump into a pool than into the ocean because the ocean, you can't do that version. There's a good, you know, you got 20 yards of having to do it slowly.
1: Yeah, unless you do the thing where you like you step in and then just sit. Yeah, or you like
0: lay or immediately down. dive into the first wave that comes, which yeah. I also love. It's fun. I always
1: I'm <laughs> I always used to wear water shoes when I went to the beach as a kid and teenager because I was convinced that either a jellyfish or a crab was waiting at the I was just waiting for a crab to like pinch my foot and it freaked
0: me out that I didn't. You I, mean like water shoes
1: like aqua socks? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I was wearing full army boots. <laughs> In the water, you know those boots from the Waterworld
0: show. Yeah, call back, call back. Oh, aqua socks—that's hilarious. Yeah. It, or did you also, when they came out, I'm still afraid. Water aqua socks say, seem like the Google Glass of footwear. Are they? they? You're like, yeah, they're functional. Or like those Google shoes, Glass aren't functional. Those shoes where like where they have the toes, the little little like their gloves for your feet. Oh yeah, those I've heard. I don't those know. Are aqua great. socks always just weirded me out. I was like. Yeah, but if you're it's summertime, man, take your shoes off. You want to wear them if you're going like tubing. Yeah, we would, I guess we would sometimes go, wear tivas. Yeah, we would just ripped, wear tivas yeah. in the water. You have
1: to wear something on your feet. Those yeah. are great. All right. I don't know. It's <laughs> listen. If you have a fear of crabs pinching your foot and maybe leaving with a toe, <laughs> cause you know, they don't know. All they know is leaving. I, Where I live are they here. going? Like they, they gotta gotta also came to the beach. Yeah. They're like, people are here. I got to leave. This was my home, but clearly. That's fair. Now there are a bunch of giants in the neighborhood. I got to go. I'm going to take this toe with me
0: as a reminder. Why do hermit crabs always choose to squat in a shell? If I was a hermit crab, there's got to be something more useful or something that's more readily available. Like there's got to be a hermit crab somewhere that's like, I'm little enough. This kazoo works that I found. (laughs) Right? Sure. Yeah. This old bicycle horn. Right? Her- I want hermit <laughs> crabs that don't just take old shells from other animals. Uh, you could probably get a – you should get a hermit crab. I should get a hermit crab and a terrarium and then fill the terrarium with things that I think the hermit crab might like better than a shell yeah. as their disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, disguise. Yeah.
1: Oh, get a, like
0: a Groucho Marx glasses that <laughs> it, can, it can live in the nose. Ooh, that's so good. But then it would just look like a naked hermit crab whose glasses were too big. Exactly. <laughs> What's not to love? But, oh, that's so dumb, but delightful. They love peanut butter. Peanut butter on a sponge. Uh, What topic are we on? Best way to get into cold water. I is, think it's all a Splash. Yeah, ask and answer. Yeah, it's the Big, splash. Yeah, yeah, it's the big splash. Please. Come on. All right. I want to do one. Do we have time before break? Yeah. Do one more? Yeah, plenty of time. Okay, good. Because this one might be a little bit long. This is a two-parter. Okay. But it's a two-parter that I really enjoy from Cassie Jennings. All right. This is best. We're talking grilling now. Summertime barbecues. I love me a summertime barbecue. Sure. You got best meat to grill Mm -hmm. and best non-meat food to grill. Mm. What do you want to start? Ooh. I guess best let's start with best meat best meat to grill to grill
1: to out on an open flame mm-hmm. this is the best possible way to cook it yeah or no if you no, have no, it's not best to grill
0: yeah it's not like best uh, the, the, the choice isn't the grill or not the grill the choice is what meat are you grilling can i be honest there's only one meat and I, this isn't the question but just because i went down that
1: rabbit hole it's only one meat i think is the best on a grill as opposed to anywhere else what's that shrimp
0: Interesting. I love yeah. shrimp
1: skewers. Gr- I've marinated it. I put it in mm-hmm. olive oil, some fresh garlic, and salt and pepper. I let that marinate for a while, yeah. then skewer it, sit it on the grill a couple – like a minute or two on each side. It's so good.
0: Yeah. I do like a good grilled uh, shrimp. I li- Look, a lot of stuff is – I think for purposes of this, mm-hmm. we could do this in one of two ways. It could be about the culinary experience or it could be about – The barbecue that's being thrown because if it's about the culinary experience, I would say, you know, Beautifully marinated chicken breast with uh that you're brushing barbecue sauce on. That's you know, I love that. Yeah. Or like a really killer burger. Burger's great for both of those. Yeah. But I think if we're talking about just the party element of a summertime barbecue, Mm -hmm. I think you can't go wrong with hot dogs or sausages of some kind because Mm. they're simple, they're completely portable, they're pre cooked. So unlike in the case of a burger or chicken, like... Yeah, or seafood. You, you know what's not fun is the dealing with raw poultry part of having a barbecue. That's true. It's the... No, you want it to be easy. You got to make it... Throw a bunch of toppings out there. You can get fancy. You can do like the fancy sausages or you can just go straight up hot dogs. I think for ease of use mm. and for portability and portability, I think is a big part of a backyard barbecue is... Because sometimes you want to take it to the park. You want to, you know, load everything up in the car and do it in a park. I would argue that for the sake of that, sausages or hot dogs would be number one. But if it's the culinary experience, obviously, it's going to be something fancier. But as far as meats to grill at a barbecue. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It makes the most yeah. sense.
1: they're really, really good grilled. It's nice you have the little three grill
0: marks along sure. it. You can do it that way. It's they're real forgiving. You yeah. can burn them and they're delicious. People love. You people can love just love them burn. Burn. I love them burnt. I, give me that good char on the
1: outside. I just need them heated. I like three grill marks, but yeah. you know they're all good. You put enough
0: mustard on it, it's fine. Yeah. And you can go brats, yeah. You can go, oh man, now I want to. A- veggie dogs are really good. Veggie too. dogs are, and that's another thing is you don't have to change. Re- I guess you don't really for burgers either. Yeah, you don't really have to change grill. it. Yeah, yeah, regular dog, veggie dog, whatever. You can go full Chicago with the pickle and the tomatoes. Everybody can dress it their own way, however they want. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the humble sausage, yeah. the humble pre cooked sausage. That's it. Yeah, nailed it. Boom. What about non meat to grill? To me, it's corn Ooh, because that's you can put it. Summertime, right there. Yeah, put
1: it directly on the grill, oh, get a char on it, yeah. or you can wrap it in tin foil mm-hmm. and heat it up that way, and then you roll it in the butter. I mean, either way, yeah, and you can cut it off and you create like a little whole corn side, or you can eat it right off the cob. Yeah, I think it meets all the requirements. It is handheld, self-contained. Mm-hmm. And it's great. and It is the, it is an ultimate summertime. That is a summertime yeah. food.
0: Then there are other great non-meat things to grill, but it feels like they're more accessories to other things. Like a pineapple ring is delicious on the grill, but that's yeah. more to put on something. Corn, just summertime corn on the grill is, oh, delightful. You yeah. know, I, the first instinct I
1: had was portobello mushroom, mm-hmm. just because it can take the place a mushroom of a burger. burger yeah. But- just corn you just can't beat it
0: yeah and it smells good like yes. to everyone around i'll tell you another crazy good grill thing that mm. i love you don't need oysters though do you i don't so if you want cooked oysters this is what my dad does at his place in florida he'll turn on the grill just to get it hot and we'll get raw unshucked oysters and just so they're still closed closed and um you know living and we'll just put those in the grill and as they get hot they just steam Inside. And when they're ready to eat, they pop open. And it is the tastiest. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, you are murdering them. I just think of,
1: do you remember SNL when they had Larry the Lobster? I don't. This is early, early 80s, -hmm. where there was a lobster... That people could call in and vote and decide whether the lobster oh, would be I heard in about pot this. or would get to ride in a limousine and have a date
0: and <laughs> get this like night on the town, was Larry the Lobster. Oh my god, I remember this. What did what? Who? How did did he win? Did they eat him? I don't remember. If it was a big enough lobster, a big old delicious lobster, I'd be like. Sorry, television. I don't care which way this boat goes. <laughs> I feel like the bit was that Larry went on the date. Of I course. feel like
1: that's the better comedy choice.
0: Yeah, of course. Is he went to
1: the Plaza Hotel. Yeah, and- would you
0: rather see a lobster in a pot of boiling water, which you can see anywhere, or would you rather see a lobster on a date at the plaza? Yeah, with Morgan Fairchild or whoever. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, the best meat to grill... Summer again. We're not going culinary. We're not chefs here you don't trying have to, to apologize or fancy. It's you know what. Stand in it. You know what Stand I am. In what I'm standing
1: did. in it. Standing your power. Pre cooked sausages and corn. Asked an answer.
0: Asked an answer.
1: We have another great one from Cassie. We'll get this one in before the break. We'll take a break after this. <laughs> Worst body part to sunburn your genitalia. Let's take a break.
0: <laughs> Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations.
1: Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy.
0: And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy.
1: Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that
0: has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a
1: biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found.
0: Manners, manners, Get it? If
1: you want to make ends meet in a hip town, the kind with great coffee, lots of dog parks, you're gonna need a side hustle. In Brooklyn, maybe you drive rideshare. In
0: Fairhaven, it's more like... Well, it's more like slaying psychic beasts with your custom-balanced throwing knives. Hey, are you from Hunter?
1: I guess so. Hold on, I have to ask you some stuff. Are you hurt? No. Do you feel yourself developing strange powers? I mean, I saw a ghost once. Uh, okay, I'm going to put down no. Okay. So you're having some sort of monster issue? Oh, um, it's like a pod, I guess.
0: Um, here it is. Is is that what you call it? Like like a pod? Yeah, pod works. Oh, it's opening. Morgan leaps
1: back and positions the metal spear she's been carrying on her back. She points it towards the bug, which swipes the spear away just as an electrical bolt fires from the tip. It hits the gate to a petting zoo, and a bunch of baby goats come streaming out.
0: Can we just take a moment to appreciate how cute this is? It's great. I hope someone's filming it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just love baby goats. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from
1: MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. And we're back.
0: We? Not that that's ever happened because no. I'm not a nude sunbather. All right, no. let's answer this actual – let's actually answer this question. The worst part of your body to sunburn. I don't know, shoulders, it sucks because everybody wants to hug you and backslap you in the summertime. Yeah, those are bad because it's a high-contact area. You know what's yeah. real, real bad? Your dominant hand would suck.
1: Your do- your do- you know how you always like fall asleep you sunburn- with, your, <laughs> with your hand up high like you're asking a
0: question? <laughs> I put mine on a little
1: stand because I don't want it to get tired.
0: I just put mine in the uh, the red light window of whatever or I'm closest to... <laughs> The tops of your feet
1: getting sunburned. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's absolute torture. Yeah. Putting on socks, showering, just
0: it all filters down Mm -hmm. to your feet. You ever go to Dodger Stadium or any baseball stadium or any sporting event and you're like, oh, it's summertime, I'll wear shorts. And then when you get home, you have those two red dots right above your knees because you weren't thinking, I'm going to be sitting in direct sunlight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. I hate that. Also, another one purely for vanity's sake. Uh-huh. that it's that it sucks to get sunburned is your face yep. because when your face starts to peel over the course of the summer you and you just look like a you're molting and there's a slightly more indoorsy person underneath mm-hmm. <laughs> you look like you're han solo coming out of carbonite freezing <laughs> that's what it looks yeah. like <laughs> yeah and it's just oh, like sunburn parts of my face are just Flaking off like I got grayscale or whatever it was called from Game of Thrones. <laughs> but yeah, I, um. I mean, Janetelli. Genitalia, Janetelli's the worst. That is the worst. That's yeah. an answered from that one. <laughs> What's next, Mark? Let's go to. Ooh, I don't want to do another food one. All right. Come because on. Because this one blew my mind, Sarah Larson. Blew my mind. Our ballroom dancer. Our ballroom dancer. That's right. We just uh, met and chatted with her. Best kind of chocolate for s'mores. And she has Mm -hmm. four listed here. Two of them I had never thought of. Okay. Classic Hershey bar. Sure. Dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. And then I was not aware you were allowed to use non-strictly just chocolate in a s'more. She has Rolos and Reese's peanut butter cups on here. I thought this was a joke. This is amazing. Schroeder, what else could you put on there? What else? What about a York peppermint patty? I don't know if the peppermint would necessarily go oh, that well the, with. Yeah, because be the not. graham crackers kind of got oh, that like yeah, that'd be nutty, bad. salty. It turned turn it into toothpaste. Toothpaste. Yeah.
1: What else would be good though? I'm trying to look I and mean, see. I mean,
0: the one that piqued my interest the most on this because it feels like it might be the perfect size mm. is a Rolo. Because it's mostly chocolate. It's that teeny thin mm. layer of caramel. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup might be too big. That's a big old hunk on there. Do a mini. Oh, you could do a mini, yeah. Or you could also do a bigger s'more. A bigger, like a double-sized s'more. Yeah. But the Rolo is, I'm like, that's kind of the perfect little for a square of s'more. Mm -hmm. Then you get a chocolate, you get a little bit of the caramel. Now, that said, I have always only ever done them one way. And that is with a classic Hershey bar. Yeah. And even using right. Hershey chocolate is different than using any other kind of chocolate because American Hershey chocolate is, you know, made with a completely different kind of milk than any other chocolate is. So yes. a Hershey s'more tastes so distinctly what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is an Americana Hershey s'more. They sell, Hershey sells s'more kits. That's the recipe. Yeah. What do
1: you think? I'm intrigued by both of these. Yeah dark horses it just immediately
0: sets my mind off to think what else yeah what it's else not dark chocolate by the way no no i mean the dark and no i'm saying no, no, I'm, yeah. I'm saying we're eliminating no no too
1: bitter yeah, yeah.
0: as it's, hal has said on this show before it's homework yeah dark don't, chocolate tastes like homework don't put homework on your s'mores
1: <laughs> i was looking i'm looking at the candy that i have here you are I'm
0: following your your craft
1: services corner yeah i'm thinking about i have a bag of robin's eggs mm-hmm. from easter left over that could be interesting. What about so Whoppers? A couple Whoppers in there. I don't think there's enough chocolate.
0: That's a thin coating of chocolate what on a Whopper. What
1: if you took some Whoppers and put them in a blender, and
0: then I still don't think there's enough chocolate. I there. think it would make more of like a chocolatey crumble. Yeah, that's more malt than anything else. Now, if you had a good layer of melty coming. Hershey chocolate, yeah, and then did a little Whopper crumble before you oh, put yeah. the marshmallow on, a little malt powder, in Ooh, there. that could be delicious. Oh, right. Now what? we're reinventing the wheel. You know, I have
1: hot Cheetos, mac and cheese. I've never tried it. Well, we should try those. Ooh.
0: Oh, it's mac and cheese that is flavored like hot Cheetos or yeah. hot Cheetos that are flavored like mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese that is hot Cheetos flavored. Gotcha. You. It just looks like diet. It looks like you can just, if
1: you hold the box, it's, there's like a rough cardboard to this. That's like, when are you going to get diarrhea?
0: We didn't invest this much in the packaging. That's <laughs> fine. It should it come a with a prize and the prize is like a portable roll of toilet paper. Aloe wipes. Yeah. <laughs> Some dude
1: wipes. <laughs> dude wipes. Oh, I can't think of anything. Th- those both sound really good. I would try them yeah. both. I'm sure I would enjoy them. Just nothing tops the icon. That original. You're trying to improve yeah. on something that's already been perfected. And it's great to take culinary risks. Yeah. I- I'm all about learning a recipe. I like to learn it and know how to make it. And then I start playing around after that mm-hmm. and going – all right, what flavors am I missing? What do I want to add? What would make it exciting one time? But if it's a good recipe, you keep coming back to
0: it. Yeah. So it, I think it's Hershey's milk chocolate. I think it is too. What is your s'more technique? Do you have a specific s'more technique? I well, you know, Jennifer
1: has a technique that I really like, and it's something she developed over quarantine. Mm-hmm. We don't have open flames here. We don't have a gas-powered. Grill. I should it's hope not. <laughs> At We're the not current moment,
0: fire. bedroom's on fire. Yeah,
1: it's be- it's on fire. That's why I have the door closed. I mean, there's a girl out there. We don't have a fire pit or anywhere where you can roast marshmallows. So, and you know, a campfire situation, you roast the marshmallow, mm-hmm. then you make your sandwich. What she will do is take a ramekin and she will do a layer of graham cracker at the bottom, mm-hmm. then a layer of chocolate, then a layer of mini marshmallows or marshmallow. And then she'll put it under the broiler for like two oh. minutes. And that gives it the crisp. And she will always pull it out. Mm-hmm. And then before she eats it, she's sitting next to me, she will go, and tap it so that you can hear the spoon hitting the crust. Uh, and then you have a homemade s'more. That's nice. Without needing a campfire. And I think that's a really, really good method. That is a good method. What about you?
0: I go, I'm a little more old school. I do it strictly at campfires, pretty strictly at campfires, except there was a great bar in New York called Camp uh-huh. that used to give you a little like Sterno can s'mores kit. Yep. That you could order from the bar, which was th- the greatest. But, uh, my technique is for years, it was all about that marshmallow right? Mm -hmm. It's all about that marshmallow, getting it just right. You know, like holding it far enough from the flame where the inside of it gets soft too. So it's not just crispy burnt on the outside. I will keep the marshmallow out of the flame, but hot for a while. And then at the end, I'll dunk it in, sear it a little bit, right? Okay. But the other trick that for me made the big difference was pre-prepping the graham cracker with the chocolate on it. Because what I'd done for the longest time was I would like, okay, my marshmallows ready and get a graham cracker, put a piece of chocolate on it, put the marshmallow down, smush. And it's already cooled by that. Then you've point. got well then you got cold chocolate. Yeah. So what I do now is I take one of the graham cracker squares, put the chocolate on it and then set that on one of the fireplace stones on the outside just to get it warm and melted Uh, if one side of it starts to get a little tan like if if the graham cracker starts to toast i'll turn it around but like just and it only takes a couple minutes to get that chocolate melty enough Mm. you don't want it crazy where it's just dripping but you know but that's a little summertime tip for all you fine folks out there all right yeah i like it but it is uh it's the classic hershey bar my friend that's it yeah. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. What else? What do you got? What are you looking at? What's catching your eye? Oh, I like a lot of these. I want to go with one from
1: Anna Brecky. Okay. We have two. I think one of them's going to be, I think one of them's real easy. So let's start with the one that maybe there's a little bit more discussion. There's three what from is, her. There are three? Mm-hmm. Got one on the first page too. Oh, that's true. We do. We'll leave that for a okay. little bit. I'm doing the two that are paired here. Gotcha. First is canoe or kayak. Canoe, you, you got somebody to talk to. You know, like the I – always, I always think about – was it Sesame Street where they had the kayaker and the kayaking – with kayaking, you can turn yourself over and then turn yourself back. Oh. And I would watch the guy do this 70s guy with a beard doing it. I thought it was the coolest. I was terrified yeah. of being trapped underwater. Like I was convinced for a number of years that that's how I would die, that I would decide to – I would finally work up the courage to go kayaking and just be trapped in my own hubris underwater.
0: yeah. I could see that happening.
1: Yeah. Ki- uh, a canoe is fun. A canoe I is- think a
0: canoe is more of a communal experience. Yeah. It feels to me that, like the difference between driving a two-seater Porsche and driving a 1985 Wagoneer. You know what I mean? Like a two-seater Porsche, it's like – it's usually it's just going to be just you. You've got the – or it's you. It's sleek. Mm-hmm. It's all about the motion and like – that's a ki- – a canoe is this – Kind of big lumbering thing. You can put a tackle box in it. You can fish while you're in a canoe. Like yeah, that's a big one. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it also it, it requires teamwork to operate. There are two yeah. person kayaks. Sure. But canoes are more you know, it's open and you carry it down to the water mm-hmm. and you you get it. I mean it's both boats. Why am I describing it like it's the you know, it's the it. only one it's the only boat you take down to the water and then get in. But it
0: feels like I mean it's you know what it is? A canoe feels like a boat in its simplest form. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, here's a paddle. That's your propellant that makes the thing move. Yeah. This very simple thing is going to keep you and your friend afloat. And here's a little bench in the middle so you can play cards. You know what I mean? There's something kind of groovy about a canoe. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. Canoes the answer. Shout out to uh, our ancient ancestors who invented the canoe so that we could goof around in them. You canoed so we could canoe. That's true. You canoed so we could kayak, but we still canoe. But we still canoe instead. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I have a friend who loves to kayak. He calls it yakking. I went yakking this weekend.
0: (laughs) You don't go newing. You go yakking. Because, like, if you lived in Tibet, going yakking would be a much more crazy sport. You'd be like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, your turn. Did you want to do the other anabreki? Yeah, the other anabreki is lawn darts, yes or no? I've never played lawn darts. It seems... You know why? They're just giant, scary darts that you throw in your yard. Yeah. When you're drunk at a party? Yeah, it's one of those lawn games where you throw it at a target and...
1: Uh, look, like I don't...
0: Horseshoes or or cornhole. I normally like playing outdoor summertime party games, and I don't like yucking anyone's yum. mm mm-hmm. But you get back in this house this instant. You put those lawn darts away. (laughs) That is dangerous. Yeah. You don't want to have those around kids. Yeah.
1: You don't want to buy something that comes with like a bold warning statement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, Hey, you know what sounds fun, kid? Here's a bucket of ninja stars. You're like, what? This. Yeah. It seems dangerous. You get, you put those down. Put those down. Get back in this house. Yeah. Something that could be a
1: murder weapon and clue yeah. should not be part of a lawn game. There are plenty of great lawn games. In fact, yeah. somebody asked about the best lawn game, but I did not include it That feels it like here a full episode. that's going to be that. a full sure. episode. We'll discuss uh, that at some point.
0: And by the way, we won't be able to get through that episode without talking about my favorite lawn game, which is the tennis ball and Velcro mitt. Love me a tennis ball and Velcro mitt.
1: <laughs> it makes you feel like you can catch anything, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. I can go for the craziest dive and that Velcro mitt is going to be my Mookie bets.
1: <laughs> Got my Mookie glove.
0: That's right. All right. What's next? So that is a no, Asked and answer. That is a no. Oh, let's try this one because are okay. talking about this. Let's try. So here's one that looks fun. Cody Madsen asks, what is the best Firework. Okay. It's summertime. I'm ready to go to the Hollywood Bowl and see some fireworks. I'm ready to go to the Hollywood Bowl anyway. I've been ready to go to the Hollywood Bowl for two years now. I love that place. But what's the best firework? Let's start with, what's your favorite? Are you uh, a big, you like the big flashy ones? Are you a Roman candles and uh, bottle rockets kind of guy? I like the big ones. I always like the end of a show, the beginning
1: of a fireworks show, and the end of a fireworks show are always fun. Mm-hmm. The middle, what feels like five hours of a fireworks show, <laughs> where it's like every <laughs> at the start it's like hot and heavy, and then all of a sudden the space between the fireworks gets yeah, longer. That's, and that's and they the artisanal fireworks. It's like that's that one. I feel like I just saw that one. Now I'm
0: seeing that one again. I got it. I, I get it's, it. It's the one. nuance in the middle, man. Stop. The big at the end. If you've got John Philip Sousa, it's like, let's see how much crap we can put in the sky. But if you got a little Tchaikovsky in the middle, you got. And
1: the li- that's when the little dainty mm. ones happen. Oh, that's not, I'm not a fan. I think the little, <laughs> there's room for all fireworks. But my favorite of all time, mm-hmm. the earliest fireworks shows that I can remember from childhood was on our little block of Rutland. Mm -hmm. in northeast philadelphia and we would just set off fireworks like there was just like the neighbor that that area our little area of the block our fireworks Mm -hmm. and one neighbor would fire off these lanterns it would go up like a rocket and then there'd be the fireworks and then this lantern with light inside it would float down. Ooh. And we all went nuts trying to
0: catch the lantern. The flaming hot lantern. You wanted
1: to be the one to catch – well, when it landed, it was fine. Then you could hang it up. You had a cool little thing. Oh. But that was such a big deal. And that stands out in my mind. as That's my personal favorite. Sure. I don't know that it's the best. And I don't think it's as I don't know common. if it's – I
0: don't know if it's common enough to be uh, – it's. it feels a little niche. But about it's you? Do you, fantastic.
1: You like the small ones because you're from the south where like you would go buy a stand. And you could buy not only – whatever fireworks you want, but a pump shotgun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You can buy anything on the side of the road. Yeah. In Tennessee. I think it's two different categories in this. Mm -hmm. I think what we're determining is, There are the big, like, Disneyland or your local radio station throws a Fourth of July party, which we had in Tennessee, or the Hollywood Bowl or whatever big event in your town. And I think there are a lot of great fireworks in that. And those are some of the ones we can talk about Uh in a second. We will get back to some of the big classics. Right. But then there's also that small, intimate version of fireworks, which nothing says summer to me, like just you and your nephew waving around a sparkler. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Like dusk hits, the lightning bugs come out and you know, you get a sparkler or that, that kind of like, there's the little magic moments that fireworks have. Like when you're doing that or having Roman candle fights with your brother. We used to have Roman candle fights. Of course you did. When you were done trying to push each other off of boats. Exactly. Callback. So I don't know. Do we want little magic or big magic? I mean, it's fireworks. I think it's, you want big magic. I think you want big magic. I think, I think the question is asking of the big old mamma like Yeah. And I would argue that for me, it is, I like a brocade. I like a chrysanthemum. Yeah. I like a panty. I like any of these big ones that are giant, perfect spheres. But also, another one that I really love is the willow. Do you know the willow?
1: Yes, that is where it's the most of the light is at the top and then it's like it's cascading yeah, it now. does a
0: big explosion at the top like and tree. then a slow sort of trickle of magical light. That is a
1: really nice one. I'm a fan of the crosette where it's like branching like these arms of flame, but also mm-hmm. a spinner is incredible. Just because it's creating that pattern. Oh
0: yeah. They do like a spiral on the way up. Yeah.
1: Those are really good. I also love a brocade. A brocade and a peony because they remind me of the opening credits of Superman. <laughs> when you're flying yeah. through space and you see all those different pieces. This chrysanthemum is like your basic – it is exploded. The giant
0: blast. All the light is on
1: the outside as yeah. opposed to a brocade or a peony where there is an inner – There's an inner package
0: of light in there. A brocade feels to me like a nice combo too, because it has that element that a willow would have where it does the big explosion like a chrysanthemum does. And then it has that sort of trickle. And I've even seen some great brocades where the tips of the brocade, they'll put a little crackle or a little glitter on there. Mm -hmm. And then you get that extra little bit that I think might be the best one, which is the big booming brocade that trickles down a little bit and then on the tips just does like a little yes you know what i mean yeah those are
1: fantastic yeah that's i a, think that's the best firework that's the answer yeah by the way have i ever shown you i used to have it used to be a tape now it's a digital file but it is a collection of found footage the majority of which is rejected Wait, what is this called well, the, the, is there already- a
0: thing that's taking up two gigs of space in our, we got this folder? It's what looks like some homemade video that I'm like, what is this thing? It's possible. I don't know if
1: that's it or not, but let's find out. It's mostly rejected submissions to America's funniest home videos.
0: One of them. Is oh, that's what the world needs, is the videos that weren't funny enough for that show. <laughs>
1: well, it's interesting what people think <laughs> is funny. Like, here's a guy practicing his golf swing indoors, and then his wiener starts poking out of the front of his boxer shorts, <laughs> which he doesn't notice. Somebody sent that in and thought, you know what Bob Saget wants to show an audience of families at 7.30 p.m. on a Sunday? <laughs>
0: my mushroom head
1: that's what they want to (laughs) see they want to see my bell end Uh, check it out (laughs) as i try to work on my slice and put a hole in the carpet (laughs) oh they're gonna love this i mean truthfully knowing bob saget as a stand-up he probably would enjoy showing that to a bunch of families just to shock them but among them is somebody they're setting off neighborhood fireworks and as is often the case Mm -hmm. the people who are setting off these neighborhood fireworks are not experts they don't really know how everything, they just sort of well, read the structures and go, here we go.
0: Oddly, never hired a guy. There was always just a guy on the corner with the sign that said, "Hire me to light your fireworks." Oh, that guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. We the old the other block yeah. always
0: got him. Six Finger Rick, we called him. <laughs> Six Finger Rick. Do 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 do. Shake hands with danger.
1: <laughs> Great instructional film. If you haven't seen it, that's a safety film from 1980. Oh my god. Shake hands, Shake with, hands, with, danger. hands with danger. And that's is that the song. real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guitar sing. Do 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 do. Shake hands with danger. And the the singer is called. I think his name is Three Finger Joe or maybe Six Finger Joe. And it's because he had a workplace accident. And oh my the gun. Everybody watch Shake Hands with Danger. Don't watch it with your children. But this video is you see the fireworks go off and then one of them just leans over and shoots into a garage. Oh. that is the garage where they were storing all the other fireworks. <laughs> so they all start going off and shooting out. Oh yeah. And then you see like the No oh, No and the camera they start running away. And I think the camera falls over you and you hear at a certain point it cuts. To, you hear like the fire department sirens and some guys going get those kids away from there i don't know how many were in there i don't know how many like he started thinking, i don't know how many fireworks were in there oh my god just i thought you meant the kids
0: going. no not kids it's like the end of mulan <laughs> yeah but in real life and bob saget talking over it yeah to be fair when i watched mulan bob saget was talking over it <laughs> <laughs> say hey have you seen yeah. this video of this guy taking a golf swing <laughs> <laughs> bob stop talking i'm trying to watch Mulan. <laughs>
1: God, there are videos where you are sure that the person in it has died. But oh yeah, you know that they submitted the video. Yeah, or you have to believe that that's what happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Talking to yeah. you, cover off the pool guy. Oh God, like yeah, you can't like just mail a snuff film to America's funniest videos. <laughs> yeah, and now Bob Saget, my masterpiece, you will <laughs> oh, never catch me, <laughs> Mister Police. I gave you all the clues. <laughs>
1: Also, here is a video of my infant son hitting me in the crotch with a fungo bat. (laughs) Your move, Saget.
0: Uh, I would watch that dark, dark movie. Yeah, of course you would. (laughs) All right, what else do we have? Oh, here's a couple that are uh, go back to back, I think. Okay. That are kind of similar. Beach umbrella or no beach umbrella, which leads me also to full sun or shade. Because it's kind of the same thing. If you can get that beach umbrella, you know how long full sun is great? 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. And then I look at the group next to me that sprung for the umbrella. And I try to angle my chair if it's late in the day and it's throwing that long shadow to where I get some of that sweet, sweet shade. You know, I think everybody knows how to put a beach umbrella in except for me
1: and my immediate family because i feel what? like if i put a beach umbrella into the ground no matter how much time i spend getting it deep in there and twisting mm-hmm. and stuff that it will fall over within 10 seconds and then i see other people they're like look at our perfect beach umbrella honey this is so wonderful
0: we're so well protected from the sun <laughs> and we can dive so how well how you not i'm so confused like do you, are you not just jabbing it deep enough i guess i don't know you got you got to stick it in deep bro or I'm, I'm putting it in like quicksand I found Dude, the one hole. That's the thing. It, like, of all the places that you and Bill would wind up going to the beach, you would be the only ones that f- somehow found the quicksand. <laughs> oh, and your chairs go. are just slowly sinking. <laughs> Boy, the
1: environment's really changing. Greenhouse gases.
0: <laughs> the answer is... The answer is Beach Umbrella? Because I was The answer, be answer is Beach Umbrella that. and Shade. Yeah. And also, it's like genetically in our bodies to seek. If I'm at the beach, though, I agree
1: with you, Shade. shade. I want the shade because then I can control when I go out in the sun. Mm -hmm. If I'm at the beach, I like to lay out or, you know, sit out there until I'm so hot that I go in the water to cool off. That's true. Then I use the sun to dry me off until it's time to go back in the water again. Not even realizing how much I'm dehydrating myself until later on when I get a headache. But that
0: that to me sounds amazing for that 20 minutes. That's more than 20 minutes. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I mean the 20 minutes that I can handle laying out. You know what I mean? Like Then you go in the water. Yeah, I guess I want the option of shade. Okay. That's what it is. But that's not the question. The question is full sun or shade, not full sun or partly sunny with the option of shade.
1: It is summertime. Mm -hmm. So I think probably beach umbrella is better. It's smarter also to have.
0: Yeah. It's also, yeah. It's for your skin
1: cancer. (laughs) Yes. So that's the answer. Yeah. So the answer is beach umbrella. Mm -hmm. And the answer is also shade. Shade. We don't have many left. We have a couple left. Yeah, not
0: many I at all. I think just we've, two. We really nailed it. We did. All right, we got two left. Which one do you want to do first? I think one is another one that feels uh super easy. <laughs> okay? And that is sunscreen spray or lotion, also from Dr. Dave Hoffman. Yes. Spray. I'm 100% a spray man. See, I'm a lotion person. Re- okay, then this is not as easy as I thought. Because the spray to me takes two seconds. Boom, done. One person can do it. You don't get all goopy. I get
1: that. It is definitely easy. And yesterday, before I left, I was responsible. I had a lotion, a suntan lotion specifically for the face that I put on my face and ears mm-hmm. and, and neck. And then I did, a, well, I did a spray for the back of my neck and my arms. Mm-hmm. So I was wearing sweatpants. And I found it. it is goopy. Mm -hmm. And it's oily. But I found that spray is tacky. It's got a tack to it.
0: Some of them do, So it gets like a
1: stickiness to it that I don't like. But I bring it – if I'm going to Disney, when Mm -hmm. I had my D-bag, as I called it,
0: my Disney bag. Buddy, you've had a D-bag in your heart for as long as I've known
1: you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's sweet. That's real sweet. Look at you. Look at that D-bag over there. Yeah. Um, but I would carry the spray in there because it's easier. It's not going to break open and leak into a bag if you bring it with you. Right. I, a lotion to me just feels like more protection too, but a spray is more – spray is more convenient. I'd rather feel a little bit oily than have that tackiness.
0: Yeah. I guess the one I get – I hate like all of them. I wear them because I have to if I'm in the sun, but I do not like any of them. And, no. But working at theme parks, it was always – Get the spray and get the Neutrogena, uh, like super thin layer spray. That was the one I was used be- specifically because it didn't give you that sticky, ah. tacky feeling. Okay. But I don't know. I thought this was an easy one. Well, I, the spray feels like a newer
1: technology. It feels like a, an improvement yeah. over the, well, you, you,
0: nobody has to use Whereas the Rolo back. is, it feels like an alternative to the unimprovable Hershey. Right. The spray feels like a definite improvement over the lotion. What about
1: a roll-on sunscreen? The one where it's like a... They make a roll? Yeah, it's like a deodorant.
0: Well, I mean... I I Don't Don't they make that? Probably. Did I I dream it? You may have. But now I'm thinking, like, well, why do I need roll-on deodorant sunscreen? My armpits never get sunburnt. My genitalia does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to roll
1: it down there. (laughs) For the down-there places. Oh, my God. I'll go with the spray. Yeah. I, I think, think it spray a spray is a good, what pushes me over the edge is they're both unpleasant tactile experiences at some point, mm-hmm. but one of them you can do by yourself. Yeah. That is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Cause not everybody has somebody slathering sunscreen on them. Right. Or you find yourself in a situation where they're not there and it can be awkward to ask, yeah. to ask people. Excuse to me, sir.
0: Your uh, sorry, your Harley's really loud. Can you turn that off? <laughs> um, will you rub this lotion on my back? Yep. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's a great album. Is that Anthrax you're listening to? Yep. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> anyway, here's some SPF 50 for me. All right. Enjoy listening to Milk while I do it. <laughs> mm, your skin is supple. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You got that spot. That one spot is great. Mm. It's- Let me keep working it. I feel a knot. Okay, I don't, I don't know how I'd even get a knot in my temples, but okay. Mm, why do you carry so much tension there? You're, Let's you're, talk about it. You're really, you're really looking directly in my eyes while you rub my, rub this in, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it's
1: better if I do it that
0: way <laughs> for me. <laughs> Now I have the horrible visual image of a stranger off a Harley rubbing sunscreen into my temples with unbroken eye contact. (laughs) Well, now that that's done, I'm going to (laughs) leave. Goodbye, (laughs) mythical stranger. Oh, he flew
1: into the sky. I (laughs) miss him. (laughs) And that is the story of Abner Kadabra.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) brought it full circle. Was that all of them?
1: Yes, that's it. We can't Um, top that.
0: This is an absolute delight, Hal Lublin. And thank you to the people of the world for this. And thank you to all of the scientists who have gotten us back into a room together. Yes. Uh, I cannot thank the people who have been working their butts off through this whole pandemic and who have gotten a vaccine for the world. And those who are trying to get that vaccine out into the world. I encourage everyone to go get that vaccine if it is available to you. These summertime topics are closed. But there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter or you can email us at we got this podcast at
1: gmail.com or enjoy summer with us and all of your fellow people of the world in our Facebook group. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume,
0: researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks of course to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. For giving Hal and I a chance to sit in the same room, give each other a great big hug, and rub sunscreen into one another's temples with unbroken eye contact. This is a delight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. Don't worry, everybody. We got
1: this. We got this.
0: Maximumfun.org.
1: Comedy and culture.
0: Artist owned, audience supported.